Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Hey, we've just come out of the holidays, as we talked about uh, on our last podcast. And today we're going to dive into spiritual warfare. Okay. All right. Everybody's in it, whether they know it or not. But right. spiritual warfare is really the key to relational health. Okay. I don't know if anybody's ever said that in one sentence. No, you got me. I'm but, but, uh, but I think uh, it's so important, even as we look back on lessons learned in 2021, but mm-hmm. also lessons learned just in the journey, spiritual warfare gets down to people because ultimately people are the currency of heaven. That's what I take to heaven. That which has eternal value. That's what has eternal worth. Yes, I need a house. I need a car. I need a washing machine that works. And yes, the demons of hell try to cause problems and havoc in every area of our lives, if not appropriately covered by the blood of Jesus. But ultimately, it's my relationships where all the warfare is. Okay. So there's my intro thoughts. That's what we're going to talk about. J.O., what, what questions do you have? Okay, so I will, you've piqued my interest. I'm looking, <laughs> looking forward to this conversation. You say spiritual warfare. People hear that in a lot of different ways. Sure. So I, I want to know off the bat, what are you meaning yeah. by spiritual warfare? Yeah. So again, everything goes back to God's original intent. Mankind to flourish, walk with God, reproduce, multiply, steward the earth, mm-hmm. this beautiful garden of paradise. Right. The enemy comes in and says, so the beginning of spiritual warfare is Genesis 3. Mm-hmm. When you look at the first time something's mentioned in the Bible, that is usually the setup for what God intended for the rest of the Bible. Sure. So has God really said? Mm-hmm. So warfare is how God said we're to live versus how the devil has said we're to live. Right. That's the warfare. Right. And then it attacks relationship, mm-hmm. not just things in the air. Right. So the devil asked Adam and Eve, God's created beings, man and woman, in the covenant of, of a marriage or union, mm-hmm. he asked the question to them in order to divide them. Right. And then to divide their offspring and cause havoc on the earth. Right. So has God really said there's something desirable other than God's way? They take that way instead of God's way. The warfare of the enemy won in mm-hmm. that case. They went the enemy's way, wreaked havoc on their relationship forever, on their offspring, and here we are today. Right. So it's relational by nature. It's truth-based by nature. Mm-hmm. And it is... Uh, uh, so abundantly clear, but we keep falling for the same thing over and over again. Sure. Yeah. So let's let's use that as a pattern, since that's the biblical pattern that yep. you're showing us. Yep. Let's start with me and God, and yep. then let's go into the other relationships. Yep. Uh, from there, I, I know. And here I'll kick you off with this. Our mutual friend Ray Mayhew. Yeah. Uh, teaches that first part of Genesis three in this way. He says that Adam and Eve knew God in a covenantal way and use a certain name for God and the devil used a very generic name for God. Mm. So really warfare off the bat was character of God based. Knowledge of God. Yeah, help Mm. us with that. Yeah, yeah. So um, the the wisest counsel I ever got was in my first years of walking with the Lord where a mentor said, hey, I meditate every day on who God is. Right. 
at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, and that determines kind of my life. Who I see God is, as mm-hmm. he describes himself, will determine my destiny in my life. Right. Man, why is the counsel I ever got? So even this morning, I'm meditating again uh, on who God says that he is right. uh, out of Psalm 139, or who God says he is out of Genesis 1. And when I do that, it renews my mind and orients me and connects me right. in union with who God says he is right. versus what my flesh wants him to be or versus what the world says he's to be, or obviously the worst is what the devil says him to be. Right. And that is not trustworthy, right. uh, not helpful, right. not engaged, right. not caring, not loving, not right. having my best intent in mind, right. even in the restrictions in which he's asked me to live under. Right. Right. So it's all about the character and nature of God. So if I was the devil, which I'm not, by the way, um, uh, I would go after that covenant relationship uh, day and night in order to make sure that that union is broken between God and man. Mm -hmm. Now, we're saved, but it's our job because God is always pursuing, always loving. The blood of Jesus gives us an open heaven. God's always open to our communion with him, right. we have to open our ourselves to our communion with yes. him. So I'm contending daily for my devotional life mm-hmm. because I need that renewal of mind, renewal of heart. I'm contending in abiding relationships. Mm-hmm. When I get out of peace or out of sorts or whatever comes circumstantially, I'm trying to reconnect with God. God, what are you saying? How do you see this? Uh, Spirit of God, what lie am I believing right now that's mm-hmm. causing this discouragement, this rejection, this fear, this right. anxiety? So there's this constant warfare of attaching, reattaching, and staying attached yes. to God. So I like that. With So the enemy of God, and therefore our enemy, the enemy of our soul, is going to come against that attaching and reattaching yeah. all throughout the day right. as much as possible so that we get disconnected, confused, right. you know, and we and we reap, like we've been talking about the last two weeks, we prioritize wrongly. Right. That's why we need to keep coming back to that, abiding in Jesus as the bullseye. Yes. And it's it reminds me that where the devil would say, um, you know, God is holding out on you. Right. He's actually not. And so that helps us shift into our relationships, spiritual warfare related to our relationships, if that if we're doing the work that you're encouraging us to do, yeah. tell tell us now how how can that bleed over into my marriage, family, sure. church relationships, etc. Yeah. So um, so let me let me before we go to the kind of the the, the uh, horizontal relationship, let me say one more thing about the vertical relationship. Um, I've shared in um, many occasions about a clinical depression that I went through that was directly related to a uh, heart defect and some other physical issues mm-hmm. that became sleep issues that eventually chemically kicked me out of normalcy and I truly had an 18 month clinical depression and didn't understand it. And I was doing all the, trying to memorize scripture, trying to do the things I knew, but because of the physiological side of it, it was. It was all, all, literally impossible in the right. natural to kind of get it together. Did a lot of, God was gracious in, 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 in that journey. But uh, I remember coming to a crossroads and saying, God, I am not feeling better. I can't get my thoughts controlled. I can't feel better physically. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm gonna make it through a day because of the physical challenges. And God spoke to me so clearly and he said, what if Instead of trying to feel better, you tried to trust me more. 
Wow. What if the focus of your day was not trying to feel better by faith, by declaring scriptures? Right. What if you were trying to just trust me more, mm -hmm. even in the midst of your circumstances? Wow. So that was a warfare moment. That was like a defining spiritual warfare moment. Right. The enemy was trying to get me to focus on my physical life and circumstances and my expectations of God related to that right. as the centerpiece of my relationship with God. Right. Instead of my intimate trust in God, regard if I live, I live. If I die, I die. But I trust you wow. with my eternal life, with my present life, and mm -hmm. even with what I can't control physically. Right. Now, that's warfare, right? right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, mm -hmm. with all your being. Don't mm -hmm. lean on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He'll make your path straight. Man, when that warfare becomes substantive beyond circumstance, right. then the enemy has no place in us because he can't um, uh, get us distracted by our mm. uh, natural desire for outcomes. Right. And then we attach that outcome to the character of God. Ooh. A lot of big stuff there. Yeah. And let me just say to whoever's listening right now, wherever you are circumstantially, that's not your destiny. That's mm -hmm. not your outcome. Mm -hmm. God's still God. God is everything he said he was. Right. And whether you're experiencing that or not, he's asking for you to be a person of faith. Yes. That trusts in the gap between my experience and who God says that he is. Yes. And that's where substantive faith is made right. real. And that's where the enemy can't take you out. Because if you are dead to self and alive to God, if you're not trying to manipulate circumstances simply for your trust in God, then wow, the enemy is concerned. Yes. This person is truly a person of faith. Amen. Right? Amen. Okay, so that's that's that. Right. right. So that so that's that's the that's still the vertical. That's the vertical. And we can't and I think your yeah. point is we can't effectively go horizontal. Without I mean that. Could go yeah. horizontal even without spiritual warfare. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but now yeah. we're adding spiritual warfare yeah. to it. So, so as we're working right. on that one, right. take us into now okay. those other relationships. So if 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 the ultimate, if the devil's ultimate goal is to keep you from God, because that's your greatest hope and help, right? Then the next level is to keep marriages broken. Mm. Instead okay, so of why, healthy. So why, why is so, that? So because in the beginning, God's design was to create male and female that they would come together as one, not just for sexual pleasure, but for also procreation, mm -hmm. so that the so that that which is the image of God brought together creates the image of God for the glory of God. But the beauty of that was in the context of family. Right. Man and a woman, feminine and masculine, together in union and in oversight and leadership in developing these little human beings called children right. into effective, God-fearing, God-honoring, reproducing, uh, beautiful uh, expressions of the glory of God. So you break that marriage down and mm -hmm. you just have the feminine or you just have the masculine then that child's going to be challenged. And we sure. know from secular and sacred psychology uh, and study that, that that's just the way it is, right? That both are needed for a child to be effective and whole. Now, if you're listening, I know we immediately go to, but I had a single mom, but I had a single dad, or I didn't have parents. God makes up for what is lacking in the human experience. Right. God is greater than, but right. we are severely challenged without that union being whole and intact. Mm -hmm. See it worldwide. So if I was the enemy, the next place of warfare I'd go is, how can I break up marriages? Mm. Many of you guys have heard the famous story of a pastor on an airplane flying from Los Angeles uh, to Florida, 
and he uh, sitting next to a guy, and they came down. Those were the days they gave food on airlines, Ooh. and they were coming down to, to <laughs> feed the people. He said, I'm not eating right now. And the guy said, oh, are you okay? The pastor asked this guy. He said, yeah, no. He said, I'm fine. I'm fasting today. He said, oh, I'm a believer. What are you fasting for? He said, oh, I'm a Satanist. I'm fasting and praying for the destruction of marriages in our country. And he said, well, why would you do that? Because if the marriages break down, the country breaks down, and the devil wins every time. Mm. We can have our way if the family disintegrates. Wow. So I'm fasting and praying for that. For that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So what I would say to that is that is real. Mm-hmm. That's not some whether Weird whether the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether I can verify that exact story or not, I right. guarantee you that is the plan of the enemy. Right. So what is the need that to protect is our marriages. Mm-hmm. We have to pray over them daily. Mm-hmm. We have to um, contend for our spouse daily. We have to not give the enemy an inch on our differences and our conflicts and our uh, issues. We have to daily make sure that the sun doesn't go down on our wrath or our anger. We have to create tools of engagement that mm-hmm. keep us constantly engaged. Right. And this is not a marriage seminar day. This is a spiritual warfare deal. But if you're not married, you need to be praying for the marriages around you. Mm. And if you want to be married, you need to be praying ahead of time for that spouse uh, and, and God's leadership in that area. But you need to also be praying for your parents, the parents who've done you wrong. Until the day they die, they still have influence in your life. And who knows, God may do a miracle. My Mm. mom got saved at 89 years old. Mm. So it's all things are possible. We never quit contending for our families, our marriages, our parents, and for ourselves. Right. The next level I would say is, if marriages is the key, then the other place of warfare is your children. So Laura and I pray every day over our kids today. They're all grown adults. They all have their own families. And I'll pray for our grandkids daily because I don't trust the devil. Mm-hmm. So as, said, as, as you shouldn't. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that. I want to remind all y'all that. So, um, and many times when our kids were having problems, which our kids were just normal kids like anybody, we would go in at night when they were asleep and pray over their room and pray over the house, every square inch of it. Anoint the doors with oil. Pray the blood of Jesus over mm-hmm. their hearts and their minds, over their dreams. We just, we just said, why hey, why not? We need the Lord to yes. push back darkness. And our homes need to be a holy place yes. because we're the gatekeepers of our home. Sure. So how do we submit to God, resist the devil, and he flees? We can do that in prayer, but we also do that in our lifestyle to protect our children in mm-hmm. our homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that marriage and family thing is massive. As we've talked about on a couple of podcasts ago talking about sin, family of origin is just stunning, right? It's been the new reemergence of the problem. Mm. So what you, the options are, do we blame our parents or, or do we find God as our father? We find our spiritual family, but then, we, then that should show us because family of origin is so important, we're praying daily right. for the marriages and our friendships around us, for our kids around us, and we're contending to cover them right. in the grace of God. That's incredible warfare. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to insert a very short story. I remember being in a group, and Fred Nelson, his kids were just a bump uh, older than ours, and I was ex- expressing a challenge that we were having parenting. And he said the exact same thing that you just said. It's that James 4 thing, putting in there with the blood, of, you know, draw near to God, yes, he's going right. to draw near to you, yep. resist the devil, he's going to flee from you. Right. But then pleading the blood of Jesus. Uh, and I would say, love your take on this, whether we're 
parenting or this is a discipling relationship. Absolutely. Doing Same that, process. even you don't have to have full understanding. Yes. But it's it's like, well, is the blood of Jesus real? Sure. It is. So I am calling on what is real yes. to come into my reality. Yes. Yeah. So so there it is. It's 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 actually if you do James four, read one through eight, what are the conflicts among you? It's the internal angst yes. inside of us. Then he pleads with us not to be friends of the world, but friends of God. Yes. Because he jealous desires his spirit which wars with which which wages war inside of us for the victory of God, then it says, God's opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. Yes. Flee from you. Obviously, I'm quoting a bunch of scripture here. James 4, 1 through 8 is the central piece of warfare internally and on behalf of those that we love. Mm. Marriage, family, friendships, relationships. So let me shift to kind of uh, number three. So Great. if we're looking at the warfare continuum, we've got vertical, us and God. We've got horizontal, marriage and family. Two other brief points I want to make today. And that is the church, our relationship with our church family. How many people have been a part of a church split or left a church in anger or left a church disappointed or say, I don't believe, you know, people did me wrong because they had expectations. What if you took the, took the tack that the church is God's plan A for the healing of the nations of the earth, the uh-huh. declaration of the gospel, for the love of God to put the lonely in families, mm-hmm. and we're failing all the time, but if they're the only hope, you tend to resolve stuff that's your only hope if you have to. Right. We've made church an option mm. instead of the answer. Right. And when the church is the answer, you're gonna contend you're gonna find yourself praying more, contending more, trying to work things through, doing everything biblical instead of unbiblical, instead of just saying, I'll just bounce down the road and leave and do whatever I want. Right. That's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. So for me, the the prayer of the uh, the Paul said you carry daily the burden of the churches. Right. I carry the burden of praying over our churches mm-hmm. here in our city, not just Antioch Community Church, right. but other churches. Right. Praying the blood of Jesus over her leaders, praying over the community, praying for the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of prayers in the New Testament because if this church people break down. Mm-hmm then we have no expression of the glory of God in the earth. Right. The family is central to that, but it is not exclusive to that. Right. It's not the fullness of it. It's not the fullness of it, right? The church is the fullness of God. Right. So that's really, really key. And then we can just bounce down to number four, and that is uh, spiritual warfare in relationship to the world. The, the testimony to the world, we're not trying to change the world. We're trying to get in union and communion with God and each other so that the world may know right. who God is. Right. Jesus even prayed that, John right. 17, 21. Right. I pray that they would be one as you and the Father one, as we and the Father one, so that the world may know right. who Jesus is. Yes. This is the, the way they'll know the Lord, that they are loved for one another, John mm-hmm. 13, 34, 35. These admonitions, I think, are too easily cast aside. And the enemy's getting the victory because we're seeing warfare as my washing machine broke down. I didn't get the promotion at work. Mm. Um, uh, I've got a little physical problem here. I've got this is warfare is all about self. And yes, those are real warfare things that you're to submit to God. But when it's all about self, there's no glory of God ultimately in that. But when it's about me and God contending for marriage and family, contending for relationships in the church Mm -hmm. so that the glory of God yes. might be seen in all the earth. Yes. So we've this morning we've talked about uh, this warfare continuum on relationships. Mm-hmm. So we've found the devil out. So now just go 
and do it. Right. <laughs> Submit to God, resist the devil mm-hmm. in every way that he's hindering you and God, every way he's hindering marriage and family, every way he's hindering church relationships, so that the world will know yes. who Jesus is. And maybe I'll end with this. Yesterday, Vincent told a great story uh, um, where he was at, working out at this facility, he he he's walking out. He's got that big grin and smile that we all know, right? Uh, because he's thinking about Jesus. I know Vincent. <laughs> he's kind of connected. And this guy said, "Hey, man, whatever you got, I need it." Uh-huh. Isn't that great? So and he gave it, it to him. <laughs> yeah, and, and he gave him Jesus, right? And so he's now uh, meeting with the guy and discipleship and helping the guy work through his oh, great. his life issues. The guy saw Jesus and through Vincent, but Vincent's related to. A family, mm-hmm. his family, mm-hmm. who he's investing. He's related to a church family. Mm-hmm. He has done the warfare of the heart right. over these past two years, like like few people I know, to keep a good spirit, to forgive, wow. to bless, to honor, to stay connected. And to me, the fruit of his story yesterday of this guy saying, I want what you've got, right. it didn't come cheap. Ooh. Vincent did the warfare, yes. does the warfare on a daily basis to be yes. right with God, right with people, to honor folks, even in offense and brokenness and pain. And then the fruit of that is people see Jesus in Vincent, right. and they want to know. And so um, I love that. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and that's my hope, and that's my prayer. And, of course, I always got one more thing to say. The... Um, as we end this spiritual warfare talk, we did a spiritual warfare series. We'll put it in the bio or we'll put it in the link for you. Um, around this four, con- this continuum of the four key points of warfare, me and God, marriage and family, the church and her relationships, and the world. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you guys to be able to get this, yes. unpack it, uh, because God wants us to have victory. Yes. He is victorious. Right. We're seated with him in heavenly places. Right. We're part of the plan A for his glory in the earth. Yes. There's no reason we shouldn't be living in victory because he's already done the victory. Right. We just got to get on the train of the victory. Yes. And then the devil begins to uh, be far from us mm-hmm. or uh, um, or we, 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 we can know his schemes clearly when we're in that right space and right place of union and communion with God yes. and understanding the warfare that we're about. So helpful. Why don't you pray to close? Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, I think it'd be appropriate to do yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. So here, here, Lord, we submit to you. Everybody who's listening right now, we submit our hearts to you. We submit mm-hmm. our affections to you. We submit our lives to you. And under James 4, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. Mm-hmm. We resist the devil in every demonic assignment over my heart, over our families, over our friends, over the church, over our lost friends and neighbors. Mm-hmm. We submit uh, to you. We resist the enemy in every work of darkness, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, mm-hmm. financially, in the spirit realm. We break every curse every demonic assignment Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus and we draw near to you and we ask as we draw near to you to abide in you today may we hear your voice Mm -hmm. may we discern rightly the work of the enemy and may our hearts stay connected to you and the people around us for the glory of God Mm -hmm. in Jesus name amen amen thanks so much for tuning into this episode of passion and purpose a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch movement For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.